Hey guys, welcome to For The Kudos Q&A Sessions 34. I'm your host, Brett, and I'm here with... Joel. James. <laughs> <laughs> every time. I, just, I've, I really hope people are out there running, listening to this, and at least get a giggle out of it. Pe- no, people's, well, a lot of the people that message me about the podcast say it's their literally favourite bit. <laughs> and, then, and then I look at the episode drop-off, and it's like people just sign out. Our retention rate's <laughs> like 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> people at people like Spotify HQ are like, what are these guys saying? <laughs> How come everyone's dropping off? It's like, no, we're not doing anything wrong. It's Alerts just- are going off. They think we've said something like so controversial. <laughs> 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 oh shit! Um, last Q and A for the season. Bit of a quick fire one here, I reckon. Yeah, we've a few got a... just quick, simple questions to yeah. answer. Quick fire, rapid fire. Eli Adalist, Brett, what do you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Eli Adalist says, Brett, what event do you think your next PB will, your next PB will come in? Um, I'd say the marathon. I hope. Yeah, I, I reckon. Cool, I like the confidence. Yeah, well, I feel like I don't think I can run a 5K PB anymore like just because I refuse to do the training for it. Yeah. Um, 10K, <laughs> I think I could do on the track at PB. 10K road is probably... Your, your 10K on the, P, on the track is... Uh, 27.50. Yeah, you can definitely PB there. I could, yeah. But again... But if I do it, I don't know. Like, you don't um, really care. Road, don't really care. road 10K, I think, is probably my easiest one. What's I think that? Oh, it must be like 28... 20 something. Yeah. Um, but half marathon, no chance yeah. ever going close to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the half, your half marathon is pretty fucked. Yeah. I just, yeah. Not many, not many guys around under 60 minutes. It's, um, yeah. I think the, the, I was thinking about this the other, someone was asking me, like one of my, like a friend I hadn't seen for ages and he was like, you know, talking about running and stuff. And he was talking, he said, he'd just done a half marathon. He goes, well, what have you done for half? And I told him and and, then I, and he goes, oh, what is the guy? He actually didn't know. He goes, what's the guy on the podcast? And I told him because he's a record holder. And it's one of those PBs where it sounds the coolest because everyone else, 99.99% of the world is in the 60s. Yeah. You know, um, uh, well, sorry, of elites are in the 60s and you're in the, in the, um, in the 50s. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like equivalent sort of of like going sub two. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> it, for me, it is. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's, I don't know, definitely that last, being that three seconds quicker yeah. is is such a difference just yeah. with how it looks. Like even, for sure. Like I think when you look on the, like the top list, yeah, like for Athletics Australia, it's, everyone has like an extra number compared to me. Yeah. Like my thing is oh, just. one. I, I have, I, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I feel, I feel like marathon is where I put my time into yeah. and what I will be trying to run a PB in. Um, yeah. The others, I, I don't really yeah. care that much. For sure. What are you? What do you reckon you're? No, nah, not answering. <laughs> it was like, only to me. Yeah, but... it just says Brett. Yeah. Fuck you, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, next question. Jack McVan. Do you want me to actually answer it? I don't need to. I can half marathon, to be honest. Jack McVan, um, where do you draw the line with Strava uploads? I have a friend in brackets, Paul, incessantly uploads walks. Pretty funny, uh, Jack. You've just thrown your friend Paul under the bus. There. Yeah, uh, I didn't know. If, I didn't know if well, like I was supposed to read that out, but too bad. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. But Paul listening is like, fuck, get out. Um, yeah, some people do this, don't they? They can't like be put up. Walks. Yeah, some people like put up like little rides to the shop or yeah. runs to the shop or whatever. Getting into head case and yeah, yeah. Um, Nick Earl used to do that. Yeah, it's. 
I don't know. I'm not not a fan of walks. I will always put up a swim when I do one. Like if I go to the beach and I do a little swim. Do you? I, yeah, because I find it so funny. Okay. Because yeah. like you're even, doing it with sense of humor. Yeah, because right? I've I see more people give it kudos. Yeah. Um, than, than on my runs, and I'm like, this is so funny. But when I did actually a pretty good swim the other day, I f- didn't have my watch. I was very <laughs> disappointed. But just when you said kudos, then it ma- it was made me laugh. I saw something the other day of like kudos, and I was like. For just a split second, I was like, wow, I know about the podcast. I was like, no, we took kudos yeah. <laughs> off Strava. It's like, oh, what if we're ever going to get a lawsuit from Strava? <laughs> yeah, but um, putting walks up, like unless it's like a real long hike. Yeah, that, that's not putting fine. Dog, uh, yeah, no. You shouldn't be putting dog walks on Strava. No. At the end of the day, it's just it's just being like an you know attention seeker with all that social media stuff. Yeah. And as you know, coming like I feel like I can say that because like I never post anything to like seek attention on Instagram or anything like that. So. <laughs> Next question. Uh, yeah. Who is Matt Cox? Running my first mara in three weeks. What's one must do and one mustn't do? Uh, I would say the I would say the must do is stick to your race plan. Um, keep the pacing as consistent as possible um because if you yeah it's one of we've talked about this a lot on the podcast um if you're trying to hold 430 k's and your first 4k are at 410s you can't it's not the same as then going oh well now go a bit of bank time to like use later on it's like that what you the, the stress you've put yourself in that in your body in those first 4k you're then, you know, you're not going to recover. You're not, you can't have like a minute or two to like rest and, you know, you've got to keep running. So it's like the damage is done and it will will come back to get you. So just try and run as consistent as possible. And uh, my don't is go out too hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is Matt Cox? I know who Matt Cox is and I know he's been, he would have been training for this. Yeah. So um, I think, yeah, kind of do what you have been doing in training. Like you don't don't go start changing things up in race week. Like eat the normal foods you do before your normal long run, yeah. and and find what works for you. Yeah, in race nutrition, practice it. Um, you don't have three weeks to go, so but practice it in the next few runs and just make sure you have it. You're not going to have a gel that you've never had before. What marathon is in three weeks? I don't know. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't know. Wanted something. Yeah. Um, cool. Hopefully. One that mustn't do. Uh, don't try new things. <laughs> I like what you did there. Uh, runner, next question. Run a recap. Why does Brett's Athletics Australia photo look like that? It's so funny. I've told this story before, but it's one of my favorite stories. Yeah. It's also it's so for the listeners that don't know Brett, and that's if you haven't heard uh, the episode we that came out earlier in the week. I was laughing to Brett about him. When was the last time he was in VIS? And it's just a typical you, and just you know not. Not doing stuff like this. And so you didn't, you got asked to send in a photo, right? And you're just like, nah, I couldn't be bothered. Yeah. Of whatever it was. Yeah. You're not, you're not, you, you certainly don't like doing official things. No, nah, and I'm just real slow on that and like I'm really bad at paperwork. Yeah. And just, yeah, I get an email every week because I haven't signed this thing. And I just, I'm just like, yep. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I just don't do it. And it's just how I've always been. And then, yeah, I hear the government. Here's a 300 grand uh, grant for, for FTK into your email. Oh, nah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was supposed to do these like photo shoots for it, didn't do it. And then I had ended up, got to the thing like, please just take a photo. We need to send it in. So I did it, take a photo up against this white wall. 
and then I just crop my head onto someone else's body, <laughs> and it's fucked. Like it was on your head <laughs> on, on, onto a weightlifter's body. I know. It's so fucked. And so I was on the opera house <laughs> with this stupid photo. It's not even my body. My head's been on the opera house, not my body. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's so funny. We're gonna we'll, let's, we'll put it up again for though because it's, it's yeah, it is hilarious. And so I saw a run a recap. That's the profile picture right now. Is it? It's, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. That is awesome. Uh, next one from Liam G. Johnson. One time in your career where you, where you wish you had made a better decision slash done something different. Um, Can you think of anything? Yeah. So I would say my – look, about three three years ago, yeah, I've like been asked this before, like what's the worst injury you've ever had? Um, when I had this like knee pain that just would not go away and I was trying – everything and everything and I'd seen so many doctors so many, and spent all this money on weird treatment and it just never went away um, and I went in uh, after four months of, or five months it was pretty much took out my whole year of running I think I ran it some quick times at the beginning and at the end of the year um, but nothing all through the middle of the year and I eventually like was helpless and I went to the surgeon he goes oh yeah you've got a plica I took it out. They took it out. It's like some, you know, synovial membrane thing that can get inflamed and it's supposed – not everyone has them and it's supposed to dissolve and the, the surgeon took it out and I was running a week later. And yeah. it's like if I could somehow have gone um, back, you know, it, if I had could have gone to the surgeon earlier and didn't waste those four, you know, four months of not training, I think I would have already run like 206.30 for a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine's around injury as well. I think I always – at least I wouldn't admit it to myself maybe, but I would always just say things were, felt a bit tight. I would never <laughs> – Sounds for, like For me, you. tight and pain was like there's no difference. And then uh, I would, yeah, be like not be able to walk pretty much. I'm like, nah, it's just my hips a bit tight. And then uh, – You drop a – you're like doing some woodwork, drop a saw through your hand. You're like, ooh, that's, that's pretty tight. tight. That it's hole like... in my foot's a bit tight. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so 2017 it was, I – had a bit of a tight hip and it just kind of got worse and worse. Creek one, yeah. yeah. And then, and but the thing was like, I was like training so well, like I was flying yeah. and it was just before world cross. Like I knew, I felt like I was going to run really well. And then it got to the point where I'm like, okay, like I'm like my whole, everything was in spasm pretty much around my hip. Yeah. And I, yeah, was like trying to get treatment. Nothing could get it better. Like I just, would run with this like limp pretty much and I kept running for days like just trying to get to World Cross. Flew to Uganda, was just kept running and then got to the point where like I was doing sessions and I would like I was still flying in them and then not be able to walk after it and then just kind of get myself up for the next run yeah. and just got to the day before and I was just running and I was like, oh, this is stupid. Like I just can't do it. Like I'm going to – how you finally say this is stupid after like a month of being stupid. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. But yeah, it's and it's just like the thing of – I think because it's cross country as well and I was doing some runs on the course and like go down this hill, I'm like, geez, how am I going to do this at 100%? Like yeah. it's uh, – and I, knew, uh, I just got to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to get – a few K in the adrenaline will start to wear off yeah, and it'll start to get tough. And then that's, I'm going to start feeling my hip properly. Yeah. Um, Those injuries are the fucking worst. It's like what mm. I had in Gold Coast where I'm like, you know, running with you the day before the race and you're like, and I'm like asking you, I'm like, am I sort of limping? And you're like, oh yeah, no, like I'm a little bit. And it's yeah. like, yeah, once you get through the first couple of K and everything, yeah. Then you settle into that relaxed rhythm and then the injury's like, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> But I ended up like damaging it so bad that it pretty much 
I didn't run for like four or so months yeah, um, because of it and just... What was the diagnosis? It was a stress. Ended up being a female stress. Yeah. Um, but you'd done more damage. But it was just like, because I kept running, like I would, I got a oh, scan like, sick. yeah, you have a stress. It's not too bad. Um, get, let's get another scan in six weeks. Got another six weeks. And it, the bone was like still swelling. Yeah. Like, so when I got the scan after six weeks, it was worse than the one yeah. that I got when it was sore. Um, and it just, yeah, every time I'd go into the doctor and get a scan, when when my timeline should be up and it just wasn't healed yeah, yet, just it just took so long. I remember um, that. Yeah, it was frustrating. You had to stress it at the same time, actually. Yeah, we had. A, yeah. it was when I first joined the group. Yeah, um, yeah, it can happen. You know, like it's like when Rainer had his sacrum. And yeah. I remember he like scanned and at 12, 12 weeks, and I think you and you and Jack are very similar in that you're both like, oh, I'll be right, it'll be right. That mm. sort of like mentality, which is really good. It's a positive mentality, and I remember. You know, but when you were met with the contrary, it's like really heartbreaking. Yeah. And like I remember Jack was at like week 15 or, so, or week 12 and it was like, nah, it's still really bad. Yeah. And he's just like, fuck. But, you know, with it, I think with any injury, it's uh, you always look back and it's like, oh, well, you got out the other side, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Waiting for that. Um, next question. A. Sanchez, A. Sanchez Toha, do you do core training? Um, yeah, I do. I was doing, before Fikarek, I was doing heaps of Pilates, a lot of Pilates last year, but there's always core um, training within my gym. Yeah. Um, yeah, heaps of planks and stuff, but yeah, I think it's a vital part of being a runner. Yeah, you just do it for the top off picks. Though, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I do core um, a lot. I, to be honest, the only time I really haven't done core was recently just because I've had, you know, had a lot of um, that OP pain and stuff mm. and I just couldn't do core, just hurt too much. Um, and I was told by my guy to just back off the core because it's like all attaches around those, that, that region. Um, next question, Caleb Gilbert, do you determine new shoes based off the amount of kilometers they have done? If so, how many kilometers? Um, no, I think we just know how I feel now. I rotate a few pairs of shoes at the same time. But, yeah, just when I start to feel that, I don't know, they're not as responsive or starting to feel some rocks kind of get through, that, and then it's usually time to get, get a new pair. Yeah, yeah, I, I think the exact same. Um, it's interesting. I feel like uh, flats, like what you use like in your sessions, they're sort of harder to tell when they're used, yeah. done, because you know, you're just like putting them on for a workout. Yeah. So it's sort of like... Whereas, you know, I find like I can tell when a shoe is fatigued in like a long run. It's like you just like you get like an hour in and you're like, oh, this feels like it's sort of done. Um, but yeah, it's like we've been running since we were kids. So we have, you know, our awareness of that is quite easy. Mm. It's very, you know, I, I actually struggle because my athletes will ask me, um, oh, when do, should I exchange shoes? And there's all these numbers out there and different shoes have different numbers and then it's based on how you run and then the weight of you. Yeah, and exactly. This, and it's just like fucking hell, it's hard. I feel like I hit the ground pretty hard so I can kind of yeah. go through them. But then if someone lands on the outside of their foot every time, yeah, they wear, wear on out. the outside. But it's funny, you don't, yeah, with flats, you don't realize. And then when you put on a brand new oh, pair, you're like, thing. wow, those yeah. ones were fucked. It's yeah. crazy because it's like each time you wear it, it's getting a little bit, yeah. a little. Well, although I feel like they're fastest after like a couple, couple of wears. wears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Always. Um, yeah. Next question. Uh, yeah, Mickey Sinclair, struggling for motiv- motivation post a marathon. How do you shake it off and get going again? I was going to ask you that one because I haven't run a marathon. And it's Mickey what? Sinclair's, Mickey Sinclair's my athlete. So yeah. 
he, he could have sent me a text to ask me this. So I think he wants your, your <laughs> yeah. answer. Um, it, it definitely can be hard. Like it is such an emotional build up for a marathon. Um, and whether it goes good or bad, it's still, you need a bit of a break and, and kind of reset again. But Mickey's I, did go bad. Yeah. But so for, for a reason that he couldn't, he rolled his ankle. Yeah. Okay. Hobbled, hobbled home. Um, at Melbourne last year. So, which is such frustra- so frustrating because you've put so much into it and then it goes bad. Um, but I think you just need to kind of like, I guess, get back on the horse a little bit and like dig deep for a little bit and just see how you are a few yeah. weeks in. That's, um, yeah, de- it, you're definitely right about that. It's yeah. human nature to procrastinate and also yeah. dwell on lack of motivation. And it's like, you don't actually need to be motivated to train. If you every single time, and I go through periods of this where every single run I'm motivated to do, it's easy. When you are super motivated, you are happy to do it. It's the days and doing the training in when you are not motivated. I think that's what a lot of like, you know, some recreational runners struggle with. It's like, oh, I'm lacking motivation. It's like, well, how much do you want it? Um, Because you'll go, it's normal to go through periods of this. And as you said, maybe don't overthink it. Just go through the motions, get it done. And the motivation might just come. Yeah, when you start, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like once you put a few weeks together, and you like you look back here, okay, yeah, I've done this. Like, let's continue off this. Yeah, let's not waste that. Yeah, um, exactly. And that's where the motivation starts coming back. Coming so it is just, yeah, it is easy to kind of feel sorry for yourself a little bit, and just, and you just get stuck in this rut of of doing that and and not wanting to do it. But yeah. if you kind of try to push through, yeah, it may not be easy, but it will get easier again. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah, it's it's like imagine asking all the workers that are going back um, in you know after their holidays in yeah. Jan. It's like, are you motivated to go back? It's like ninety percent of them would say no, and mm. if they waited for their motivation to return to work, they would not return to work. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> sort of like that. Yeah. Um, next question here from Geordie Williams. He's written in. When is Geordie coming on? Dash anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Oh, that was supposed to be an anonymous question. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, do it again, Jordy. do it again. Uh, this is from Anonymous. When is Geordie Williams coming on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. People think we planned that. That was not planned. That was great. Um, Miss jo- <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah. We will have him on at some point. I think like if I look at my roster, I think we're going to have a bit of availability. <laughs> oh, no. Can I get back from this? Bit of availability, season nine. <laughs> Miss Jungle Jane. To... Oh, shit. Stupid. Miss Jungle Jane, to what point have you pushed yourself so hard out running? Have you ever passed out? Um, no, I've never passed out. Um, I remember... World Cross Trials when I was a junior, I was with 300 to go, like starting to kind of zigzag a little bit and then like started throwing up and stuff. Yeah. But it was like a pretty hot day. Yeah. Uh, a few people, a few of the junior boys, it was carnage in that race because it was hot. And then I think at the junior boys, you have a lot of different uh, fitness levels yeah. as well. So we were all going out like at three minute Ks pretty much and just everyone was blowing up except for like Grego and Richard Everest, um, yeah. they just won. And then there was just carnage behind. Like so that, that ended up in an ambulance. Um, like, and there was all these guys that were like supposed to make the team. They were finishing dead last because <laughs> they were just like not making it. Luke Hennessy, yeah. that's when he this passed out. Huh? You're talking about now? Nah, this was uh, in, uh, it was in Canberra yeah. for World Cross Trial until Oh, World Cross Trial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. In 2009. Nine, yeah. yeah. So I remember I was uh, probably a K to go. I kind of come up 
there's this hill and then I get on the flat and I'm in seventh, so top six made the team, I'm yep. in seventh and I like look down at my watch and it says I'm running like four-minute pa- four pace where the first few Ks were three minutes and yeah. I was like, fuck this, I hate cross-country. <laughs> I'm like, I, I love track, <laughs> fuck cross-country. And then, uh, hate track. And then uh, yeah, then I like Luke Hennessy's like in front of me and then <laughs> I see him start zigzagging and then I'm like, and then he collapses and I'm like, I fucking love cross country. I'm going to make the team here. And I like go past him. And then as soon as I get past him, I like start getting lightheaded and I start zigzagging. Uh, look back and the next guy was like a fair bit back. So I like stop and I start throwing up. <laughs> and then I'm surprised like they even picked me because I don't run well at the world cross country, but it was, uh, I crawled my way onto that team. Do you know what? What? You've told that story on the podcast Have before. I? Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if I let you let you go with. Actually, maybe you haven't. No, I think you have. Write in, write in if you've heard that story before. But it's a great well, story. It's, it's the only. It's the closest of being a passing out. And, and it know, is. No, you're right. I had to tell a story. So you're right for the question. It's more. Um, it's more like interesting. I had. Yeah, I had when I was young. Not as interesting as that story, but I find it. F- uh, growing up, I was in the same age group as Pat Tiernan, and, and him and I would, you know, always like top three sort of cross national cross country growing up and. Like I think it was like three years in a row. He, you know, one year I was like coming second. He was third just behind and then he fainted. No, he didn't faint. That was another guy fainted. Then the next year he was in third and or third or fourth and then fainted and I just like ran past him and I was just like, oh, <laughs> there you go, going up another spot. And then like the year after at either World Cross Trials or something like that, again, I remember like I think I was in yeah, third or fourth or something like that and I'm running like around the corner and I see him on the ground again and it's just like then you know now as an adult he's obviously one of mm. Australia's best runners and it's like he's still doing it yeah it's just yeah. like that guy just must push himself so fucking hard um, and yeah it's uh, it's pretty crazy that you can do that yeah I, yeah again I like I feel like I push as hard as I can but it's like I've never collapsed so maybe I'm not pushing hard enough yeah I don't know it is just yeah I think just some people I don't know if they're pushing harder or their brain, I don't know, maybe just they're doesn't we- Maybe have... Pat's weaker. His yeah, brain maybe. shuts yeah, off yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, but I did, I, someone did say once that like once it happens the first time, the next time it happens earlier. So it starts uh, happening earlier yeah, so you get, because your, your brain's brain like, well, I don't want to do that again. Oh, and so it tries to, yeah. That's really cool. Mm. Um, I found it funny uh, when bidders said like had a real go at Bucks once because he was like laying on the track after the race and then Bucks had like said to me, it's like pretty funny, um, you know, you do a race and you're just exhausted. You have used up everything and all you want to do, like it happens to me like all the fucking time. Um, I feel like the only time it really doesn't happen in a race if you're a real racer is when you win yeah. because you haven't gone necessarily as hard as you need to go because you've just won. But if you're like coming like, you know, not winning, you should be pushing yourself yeah. to the fucking line. And it's like, I've been to like races where I know bit is watching. I'm like trying to fucking, <laughs> you know, and then it happens. Your knees are buckling. Yeah, my knees are buckling and I'm like, don't. and then I remember at, um, at Hobart in when I think it was, yeah, I don't know when I, I ran, there a couple of years ago, Hobart run the bridge and I was just like so fucked. And I ran through the line and I like fell onto the ground. I'm like, oh, I know Bitters is, like, isn't watching. He's not going to be there. And then like I rock up to training the other day and he like yells out to me across the oval. He's like, I fucking saw that on the live stream. <laughs> yeah. You fucking laid down. What the fuck? <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, next one from Nick Delaney. Would Joel ever leave MTC for another coach to see if another coach or squad could improve him? Um, yeah, I think this is a... a a question, you know, obviously 
any athlete when things aren't going well can ask themselves. Um, I, I, I'd, be, I'd be lying if I said I haven't thought this before, um, but you've sort of got to like, you have to play up a lot of things. Um, you know, I, I do believe in the coaches at MTC, um, working with both Nick and Collis. I think the, the issues that I've had in the past with my recurring injuries are 100% all my own fault. Um, and, you know, doing things that I shouldn't have done, like pushing too hard and all the sort of stuff that I've managed like this year and dealt with this year. Um, so, yeah, I think, to be honest, it's like a, it was a me problem um, that are all my injuries and it's pretty selfish and, and ignorant to just like blame the coach. And I've seen so many athletes do that kind of thing. They move to another group, they make the same mistake. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think I think it's one of the best groups Um in Australia, there's you know there's some other good groups around in Australia, but it's like you know would I move to that to try it? It's like no, nah, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, I feel like I've got like unfinished unfinished business with MTC, um, and you know hopefully 2023 I can. Oh, like you know, new Joel will prove that. <laughs> yeah, I think if you were to like sort out your health, sort out any injuries, and and get your body right, then MTC is definitely the group you should be in. Yeah. Exactly. If you want to get the best out of yourself. Yeah, 100%. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. Um, next question. Zach O'Neill, what dog breed would both of you be? And in brackets, not want to be, but would be personality-wise. So this is quite funny. Off air, we're just like, we're talking about this. And we both realized that we were going to spring make out. the same joke. Make <laughs> the same joke that we thought each other were corgis. Because <laughs> he mentioned corgis and I lost it thinking that is so fucking funny. I've been workshopping it in the car. <laughs> what is the funniest dog breed? <laughs> Uh, oh. And then we both kind of thought greyhounds. Yeah, but I think that's maybe a cop out because oh, we're skinny. Skinny, runs, yeah. Right? You'd be an Italian greyhound though. <laughs> <laughs> Those little funny yappy ones. <laughs> I said Brett's a Jack Russell. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I'm. Uh, yeah, I'd be like I don't know, maybe maybe a, a Rottweiler. Geordie's <laughs> definitely a yeah, pug or a French bulldog or something like that. Definitely. Just... Yeah, I think you're a Pomeranian. <laughs> 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 Actually, what's um. Japanese spits, they're pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I love how we're trying to come up with. That, but. Yeah, actually, do you know what I think is better? Why don't we put out a call, write in with what Brett and I are, what type of dogs we are, and the reason for it. Yeah, and the funniest one we'll read out in the first episode of twenty twenty four. Yeah. Ooh. 12 months to get these entries in. We read it out and people are like, what the fuck are they talking about? Was that from that long ago? Um, This is from Showen189. Best or worst race hotel experience? Um, It's annoying because my my worst is uh, definitely definitely, um, triathlon related. I haven't said that word for a long, long time, have I? I raced in Hungary um, in a, a place called Tizavaras. Everyone called it Tizzy in triathlon. Um, and it was in this like hotel. The weather was 40 degrees and it was like a luck of the draw summer. It was in this like this big, like, big long hallway with doors off either side, normal sort of apartment sort of thing. And it was just, yeah, 50% of the apartments had uh, aircon and the others didn't. Mm. And it was genuinely like 45 degrees in the room. And you just couldn't, like people, athletes were just like lying in the hallway and stuff. And we were, it was a race where there's like heats and finals. So it goes over the course of a couple of days and it was just fucked. Like we had like Triathlon Australia, like trying to find fans for people. And like there's like aircon men trying to fix them. And it was just awful. 
Um, and I would say my best is the couple of times I raced in Japan um, mm. because I just love the one, the way they treat you and two, I love Japanese food. I can yeah. eat it for breakfast and all that. It's awesome. Um, my worst, I did this race in Switzerland and I was rooming with a Jamaican sprinter and he, a few things, he stunk. Yeah. Like was so smelly. Yeah. And people with bad um, yeah. body hygiene and stuff that wear because people don't often don't often know, right? Yeah. They're like not used to their own or they they're, they're sorry, they're too used to it, so they don't know that they smell. It's awful. And then at night he snored so loud. Like it was ridiculous. And like these beds in Europe, these like rooms in Europe, they are so, the beds are so close as yeah. well. So like, it's like <laughs> he's snoring in my ear. Um, and then he had like this girl that he like picked up or like she was like running as well. And like, so she was always over in the room and stuff. <laughs> and they're like hooking up on the bed. And I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. Like, I'm just like facing the other way on my phone. And then I'm like, <laughs> with right. the reverse camera on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I'll be like, all right, I'm going to go to bed. And he'll be like, yeah, no worries. And I'll like turn the light off. And I'll, like she'd kind of like would stay in the room for like, hey. And like eventually I was like, hey, like I don't want to like, like I'm just like, I don't want to interrupt or like yeah. cock block him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'll just be like, all right, enough's enough. Like he's yeah. like, like, oh, sorry. Like, and I was like, yeah, this is getting a bit ridiculous. Yeah. But it's I feel like you're someone who, yeah, you it for it to be. You're not exaggerating. You would be like. I feel like you're like pretty easy going with that sort of stuff, and you just like sort of cop it, and not make a big scene of it. But for you to say something, I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, awful. it was yeah. Like and I like if I could go to sleep, like I wouldn't care. But then I was just like got to the point. Where I was like, I couldn't sleep. And I was like, all right, enough's <laughs> enough's enough. enough. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Yeah, best. Uh like yeah, those ones in Japan are so good. Um, the Diamond leagues are good too. Like they're pretty cool. Like you go into the dining halls, like the food's so good, and um, you get treated pretty well at them too. But yeah, I, I probably the Japanese ones. I think they're a bit more low key. Um, yeah. When you go to like a diamond league, like it's hundred athletes or something, really so it's so. very, yeah. it's uh, very busy and stuff like that. But yeah, the J- Japanese ones, like if, yeah, if you if they if you want to do something like that, they will help you. No worries. So yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, next question here wasn't a question. It just says it's from Jake Larby, and it just says Marathon Joel twenty twenty three. And uh, I really uh, am thankful for your belief in me. Jake <laughs> yeah. It's a statement. I like it. Hopefully, that's the plan. Um, next one from Matt Patton. Who's winning the Red Bull four hundred out of us two? So that is the four hundred meter ver- like vertical run up. Uh, hill. Um, Are you like? Is it running? It's not running. You no, because you, you're on your, you're using much, your hands. You're, you're well. on your hands yeah. and knees. I am going to say that you would beat me. Yeah. yeah I just what think about your your like sort of like a little rat and you just scurry <laughs> up it. What about? So do you want the Balmoral Burnies? No. So it's like think of this. It's in uh, Balmoral in Sydney. Yep. Um, oh, so that's the hill one. Yeah. So it's four hundred. 20 meters or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it's the same, but it's it's runnable. Like yeah. it, on a road and you sprint. Um, I've done it and yeah. it was just deadly. So hard. Like I was, my legs were like straight at the end. Like yeah. the last 50 meters was ridiculous. But the thing about that, it's all based on like 
if it's almost like if I if I had done it like a few times, even though you're faster than me, if you went there the first time, I could beat yeah. you because you don't Understand. realize. Yeah. And it's like once you blow, you blow, and you're pretty much just like yeah. I, yeah, I remember going. Vertical. I was I was pretty young when I went and did it. it would have been like nine nineteen or something, and, and I thought I'd go and win it. I just thought this is like easy. Yeah. Um, and I got smashed. smashed. Like four hundred yeah. meter hurdles beat me. Eight hundred meter um, runners yeah. do it. But yeah, it is like this. Uh, it's just ridiculous, but yeah. Um, it, I yeah, still think about the Belmont thing. Um, I yeah, you 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 would beat me. I'm happy to happy to say that. However, I will say that I reckon I'm faster than people think. <laughs> you said that a few times. I know. But I never get. <laughs> okay, 2023. Brett and I are gonna have a 200 meter race. Let's do it. Fun. This is where it comes where I can't sprint because I get too sore. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, what distance can you do? And you're like, oh, 5k. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is a wrap on Q&A session 34, our very last episode of season three. <laughs> yes. Got it right, thankfully. Um, thank you so much for everybody's support. It's been great. We are going on a four-week holiday and we will see you in four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys. Bye.